0: Welcome to The Favorites. Listen, before I even get into the introduction, I know I've got Black Jack Fletcher sitting next to me. He's not going to be on this podcast, but we recorded a different one for tomorrow. And Matt Ford, the producer, whenever I do the intro, they look at each other and they start laughing. So now you're interrupting my flow and disrespecting Bob Scucci. Who's on the phone, and he represents the Orleans and all the Boyd Gaming books throughout the country, and one day he's going to be bookmaker of the world, and he's going to be like, who are these yahoos laughing when Chad is trying to do the introduction? When well, we're just coming back from vacation, and we're trying to make this the year of kindness. Okay. Happy New Year, Scooch. Happy New Year, Chad. I missed you, buddy. It's been a long couple of weeks. It has been a long couple of weeks. Um, how does a bookmaker of stature, such as yourself, celebrate New Year's? Uh, well, my wife and I
1: went on a went on a yacht, and we were out on the lake, and we had the watched the fireworks from uh, a pretty pretty good show from both sides of the lake. Had some drinks, some food hors d'oeuvres with friends, and uh, welcomed in the new year. A yacht. Yeah. It kind of a private event, but it's a pretty big yacht, though. I don't know what kind of life you're living. <laughs> it was cold out there. That had to be the coldest New Year's. When the yacht was moving, it was about 38, 37 degrees with that water wind in your in your face you know out here in Las Vegas I'm not used to that it so was cold did you wear like your fur coat or what did you do I was bundled up I had layers I had gloves hat scarf the whole thing but uh, it was still pretty cold you
0: knew it was going to be cold when you were accepting
1: I, yeah. the uh invitation to this event absolutely yeah but still as much as you prepare for it when you're out there and you're I mean a lot of the the night was below deck but when we went out on deck it was cold
0: i'll bet it was below deck (laughs) how about yourself what'd you do oh we had a very exciting evening scooch uh stacy and i went out with another couple uh they have a three-year-old daughter uh they didn't have babysitting for the night so they brought the daughter with them to dinner and the daughter could not be cuter like really adorable um and the dinner lasted like four hours. It was about a quarter to 12 when we were finally finishing. And she was going strong. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could only imagine. She was really, really funny. Um, I can't say like I raged. I got home and my uh, younger son had to decided to sleep out. So I had to bring him like a bunch of crap to wherever he was sleeping. So literally at midnight, I was uh, in my car. Driving back home, and my older son had friends over, uh, and they were all still there when Stacy and I got home, and they were all up long after I went to bed. Can you hear them? Did did they keep you awake? They were loud as fuck. At some point, (laughs) at some point, I said to Stacy, "I'm like, you gotta go tell them to close that fucking door." And I got like ornery, and you know, was being like turned into the. Grumpy old guy. Curmudgeonly old man. Why are you kids yelling? Why are they up so late? (laughs) Oh, that's great. (sighs) Scooch. Listen, I've been killing it lately. You know why? Why? Got back to basics. Yeah? Which is what? I, you know, I played the big dogs. I played the home dogs. Um, I bet with the percentages. I faded the public. I like... You know, I followed my um, followed my principles. Mm-hmm. You know, I do this every year with uh, my best friend in the world. We do this pick skin pick'em contest, right? Head to head, and every year uh, it's against the spread every game, and the loser gets sent trophies, any trophy, second place trophy we want to send. So, like one year, he just sent me thirteen second place trophies, right? One year I sent him um, a uh, trophy that was, like, four feet tall that he had to put together with his family. Like, I wanted the shame and embarrassment to extend. So this year, in the middle of the year, like, remember I had that run where, like, the public was just covering everything, and the favorites were covering everything. And I, like, started to lose my way a little bit. So he caught up to me. I had a big lead, and he caught up to me. It was like a game or two at the most back if we weren't tied. And he's doing all right for himself. And uh, made a fair amount of money this year. And so he's like, I am going to take all this money. And I am going to buy the biggest second place trophy I can buy. And it is going to be shame for generations. <laughs> and from that moment, I went on to annihilate him. Annihilate him. Destroy him. I ended up winning by 21 games. I was up so much in the last week of the season, he didn't even make any picks. Get out. Yeah. He's like, it's over. There's nothing I can do. That's pretty strong. All I have to say, all I have to say, he's getting some fucking trophies. (laughs) I can promise you that.
1: Chad, getting back to basics.
0: Getting back to basics. The last few weeks of the year, I did really, really well. It's really pleased with myself. We
1: had some good weeks in the book. Uh, week 17 uh, wasn't a good one. We didn't get killed, but uh, we didn't make any money either. Um, week 17 was a little rough. New England covering easy. Um, the Rams, that was a bad one. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the favorites, the, the Eagles... Uh, I think the, the Seahawks not covering against the Cardinals was really the only game that kind of saved our day. But uh, I, you know, Week Seventeen is always a, a crapshoot with us, and uh, but there was only a couple games that kind of bailed us out. So,
0: well, the hopefully- game, the game that killed me, you know, unfortunately, I bet the Titans at plus three and a half before <laughs> the Mariota news, because mm-hmm. uh, I was sticking to my principles. I'm like, that's kind of a big number for. You know, yeah. I felt like the Colts were overvalued in that situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that one killed me. Also,
1: that's yeah, that took us. That was the late game, and that pretty much whatever we were up for the day by that time, which wasn't much, we lost it all on that game because what, we needed the Titans big.
0: Also, the Broncos disappointed me. I was on the Broncos <clears throat> at plus six.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that was another one that they were never they were never in it. Um, that the Raiders were never in it against the Chiefs. That was another. Bad one that just destroyed us. We needed some of these dogs to to just kind of stay close. And uh, the Browns was kind of a bailout game for it. That Against the Ravens, uh, we had some great two-way action on that um, at minus six, minus six and a half. And uh, the Browns losing by two helped us out quite a bit in that one. I had the Browns. Yeah, you're a Brownie fan.
0: Yeah, I bet the Browns and the Bears, those were my winners. And the Broncos <clears throat> and the Titans were my losers.
1: Okay. Well, I'm glad that week 17 is in the books. We can get into the playoffs. It's
0: hard. Week 17 is hard, right? Like if you look back on the year, what was the team? We did this great thing. We did this great graphic. And the Action Network app, uh, I work at the Action Network, Um, (laughs) and we have a free app. The Action Network app, we logged, meaning like our users can input the bets that they make. You can't make the bets on our app, but you can track all the bets you make. So we logged 9.5 million bets this year, Scooch. Wow. 9.5 million bets. Um, the most bet teams in each sport, Alabama, Vegas Golden Knights, Golden State Warriors, New England Patriots, Boston Red Sox. No surprises there, right? No.
1: Well, a little surprise with Vegas Golden Knights. Are, are you talking about starting last year? Yeah. Th- through, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. I got gotcha. you. I thought you meant starting this hockey season.
0: No, It's the year, the whole year. It's, gotcha. it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. Exercise because, you know, it it was the end of the year. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to be sarcastic. I'm got it. No, I got I'm, it. I'm. I'm, little... I'm being kind this year. I forgot. I told Stacy the year morning, of kindness. I told Stacy this morning. I think I'm going to try to be nicer to people this year. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. see how long that lasts. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that. But also, the the most bet game was the Chiefs Rams, and most bet side was the Chiefs in that game. Hmm. Okay, would that uh, coincide with your stats?
1: Uh, I don't. I didn't look at those stats, but that sounds about right. Um, particularly... Why haven't you
0: done all the research before this podcast? Like, why don't you just <laughs> you didn't give me a heads up? Intuiting I am... what I need.
1: I am sifting through so much analysis right now for our end of year stuff. It's ridiculous. So yeah, I missed I missed that one for but for the action. Network. That
0: is boring stuff. <laughs> you're talking about like spreadsheets and you know win loss profit, you know
1: that kind of stuff. How did how we did at each property? How did based... go?
0: Are, you, are are you going to have to have one of those explanations where you're like, listen, could have been worse if I wasn't booking as well as I was.
1: No, you know, it was was a funny year because uh, some of our properties uh, didn't have as good of a year as some of the other properties, probably just because of some geographic locations uh, that around around Las Vegas, some of our properties were under construction or the streets were under construction, that sort of thing. But uh, overall, the profits were up, which is the main thing. And our hold percentage was up over last year, which is pretty strong.
0: Excited for you. It yeah. means that you were a good bookmaker. That's what I like to think it means. Well, you don't get invited on yachts if you're not a good bookmaker. That's true. If you're a bad bookmaker, they put you underneath the yacht.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're on the dock. Yeah. You're on the bow. You Did you ever, did you ever see uh, Donnie Brasco? Yeah. That. You go to the bow.
0: You stay in the bow. Yeah. <laughs> Were you trying to do, like, an Italian accent? I no, I was try,
1: that was how Al Pacino said it yeah. when he was uh, in the movie. The that's bow. how he's The bow. The yeah. bow. Yeah, I can't do an Italian accent.
0: Should we talk about some games? <laughs> sure. Great games this weekend. I'm super excited. So many interesting games. Houston is a one-point favorite. This line's got some pace behind it, man. People are piling on the Colts, and I think that's a bad idea.
1: Yeah, Uh, we opened two and a half. We opened uh, Houston minus two and a half. And we we realized that the Colts have just been attracting a a ton of money lately. Uh, Houston, not so much, even though that uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, everyone was just praising how great they are after starting slow at 0 and 3. But uh, the, the teams played twice already. They know each other. Both games were, I believe, decided by three points. One of them went to overtime. So you know what you get with these, uh, with these two teams. It should be a real close game. Uh, probably a lot of points being scored again. Uh, and uh, I was a little surprised that the sharp guys run uh, Indy as well as the, the public in this one. So uh, we're down to one and a half. Still getting some money on uh, the Colts at plus one and a half. So uh, you know could probably see it going down a lot. But we're not going to see that key number three at, 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 on either team
0: uh I am surprised that the sharp guys are on the Colts as well. Why do you think that is <clears> oh <throat> well, they're running hot i mean lately it's uh uh
1: you're you're betting on you're betting on andrew luck he's got the experience uh uh you're getting a couple points it's not much and you know i, I don't really think that the points are really the determining factor here uh but uh they're probably just a hotter team.
0: Yeah, but wise guys aren't betting the hot team. Oh, not the wise guys. No, no. So the... why are the wise guys on the Colts?
1: That you got me on that one because I that was that surprised. I said, that surprised me a little bit. Yeah. I I mean this is the type of play that uh, a short home favorite that you would think that they would be on that they would be on Houston in this one. Yeah. And there there's not a lot of value in the point spread, like I said. So it it does. Shocked me a little bit. I know the public that being on the Colts doesn't surprise me, uh, but the sharp guys on the Colts does.
0: Public are suckers. They don't know anything. They just know Andrew Luck keeps winning, and he just won on you know Sunday night and got into the playoffs and is you know throwing multiple touchdown passes every game. I like the Texans in this game. Yeah,
1: I kind of, I, I kind of favor them in this game as well. I don't mind taking too much in on the Colts, but like
0: I said, it's 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 a coin toss. I, they're very evenly matched up. Dallas Cowboys, similarly, one point favorites over the Seattle Seahawks. Another game. This line's moving. This line's got some some heat behind it. A tail, a <laughs> comet, rocket <Did> <laughs> Yeah,
1: no, it really does. And this again is the the sharp money on on Seattle that's driving this. Uh, number we've got uh, probably more money on Seattle than we do on any of the four teams right now. So uh, and, and it's all it's all sharp money. Uh, the public's divided pretty much evenly on this one. We've got a lot of Dallas support last few weeks and going around a lot of our sports books. There's more crowd noise for Dallas scoring than any other team. Uh, so Dallas always draws a a, a big uh, fan base contingency, but it seems like it's getting. It's getting more uh, raucous these last few weeks and a lot, of, a lot of support for the Cowboys here in town.
0: Isn't that interesting, though? Because remember there was a point during the middle of the season where the Cowboys were one of the least popular teams to bet. Like Absolutely. It had, gone a, it had done a 180 on going from the America's team, a purely public team, to nobody wanted to pay attention to them.
1: Yeah, there's been a few of these teams that are in the playoffs now that have gone through a little bit of a peak and Valley and a little bit of a cycle uh, where the fans, uh, the betters just jumped off of them completely. Um, And uh, the Cowboys are one of them. And these two teams matched up earlier in the year as well. Um, And it was in Seattle. So this is a little rematch of a game from earlier this year. And Seattle just dominated that game. So. There may be some things in that
0: game that uh, some of the betters are looking into. I have been thinking about Seattle the whole time, even on the money line. And today, I've had a bunch of conversations with people that have made me rethink that and decide with Dallas. What made you change? I think that part of my issue this year has been I've been too—my instincts have been wrong— when I've sort of just looked at a game without any research behind it. And um, I, I feel like I might have a bias for for Seattle because I love them against Kansas City on the money line, took them in that spot, and emotionally might be connected to that team. But it's a different game when Russell Wilson's not at home.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, here again are two very similar teams, just like in the uh, Colts-Texans game. Uh, Both uh, Seattle and Dallas just kind of relying on that that run game. Uh, Both have very mobile uh, quarterbacks, very similar styles. Uh, If you have to give the nod a little bit to the experience with uh, Seattle on defense, uh, with their linebacker crew, uh, uh, probably a lot more seasoned than than the young guys on on Dallas. Uh, But uh, again, uh, I think whoever... Makes the least amount of mistakes in this one uh, gets the win.
0: All right, so I almost bet Seattle on the money line today, and I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. I
1: favor I favor Seattle in this one. If I had to pick, wow, I mean it's not a it's not a strong it's not not a strong opinion, but I I favor Seattle. All right, I like the defense a lot better. I think they they have a, just a better shot of. Uh, of slowing Dallas down, and I, and, I, and I give a little bit of a nod to Russell Wilson on the experience side.
0: All right, I'm going to have to think about that one. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers are one-and-a-half-point underdogs at Baltimore. Fascinating game. Fascinating game. Yeah. These two teams played a couple of weeks ago. I don't know what to make of Lamar Jackson yet. Obviously an amazing defense in Baltimore, but a much more well-rounded team in los angeles who's mm-hmm. betting what here scooch a lot more money on uh
1: baltimore than than the Chargers. as good as the chargers have been all year there is <laughs> they haven't drawn a lot of uh public money um you know take this the sharp professional handicappers out of the mix for a minute i'm mean, just talking about the the recreational betters they really haven't uh, supported the chargers for a team that's won as many games as they have so in this one, they're, they're on Baltimore, and I see I could see the number going up to three by game time. So if you are interested in betting the Chargers, I'd probably wait till later in the week and you can get uh, the plus three. Uh, but who's the hotter team lately? I, I think it seems like it's Baltimore. Uh, they probably haven't played as good of a competition, but they did play the Chargers a couple weeks ago and pretty much dominated that game. So um, – I think there's just going to be a lot more support for Baltimore in this one, and I and I understand it, and I'd probably favor Baltimore myself.
0: God, that number gets to three. I'm going to have a hard time not betting the Chargers.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to hard to beat the same team twice in such a short amount of time. You know, you have you have different game plans. Uh, you see completely different, uh, you know, uh, a game plan the second time around in a short amount of time. So. Uh, that that works in the Chargers' favor in this one.
0: How have you changed your rating on the Ravens with Lamar Jackson versus Joe Flacco?
1: Um, the first couple of games, it wasn't wasn't that much, but uh, after probably the the third by the third game, uh, they're actually a, a couple of points better with him in the
0: lineup than Flacco. Wow. Yeah. Joe Flacco, self-proclaimed one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. A winner of a Super Bowl, a better passer than Lamar Jackson, but because yeah. teams have not been able to figure out how to start Lamar Jackson on the ground, you have made the Ravens a much better team with Lamar Jackson than Joe Flacco.
1: Not much better, but yeah, two points better. That's um, a lot. I, yeah.
0: So what's Lamar Jackson I mean, right... worth, like five points right now? Yeah. Pretty good. I mean think
1: about it, if if something happened to, to Lamar Jackson where he wasn't going to be playing and you and you did say that Flacco was going to be coming in, the line would not go to three. If anything, it would go down.
0: Hmm. Lamar Jackson. Five yeah. points. Five points as an NFL quarterback. How much is Baker Mayfield worth?
1: Oh, that's pretty strong. Seven? Uh, he, he's yeah, he's right up there with uh with Probably the top five quarterbacks. Probably six and a
0: half.
1: Wow. I mean, you have to look at the drop-off, too, you know.
0: (laughs) How much is Josh Allen worth? Two. (laughs) How much is Mitch Trubisky worth? He's up there about uh, six and a half, seven. How much is Nick Foles worth?
1: That's an interesting one because (laughs) right now we have him – rated high, higher than Wentz. Uh, and I think we even talked about it a couple of weeks ago where the the Eagles team is a better team with Foles in there. I mean, there's just no question. And we've actually, uh, well, the Eagles are also another team that had the, the biggest drop from their preseason ratings to, to midseason and then have climbed back up again. So, that, so there's been a lot of changes with, with the Eagles in general,
0: but uh, a lot of it has to do with Foles and Wentz. How much is Fran Tarkenton worth? <laughs> I love Fran.
1: <laughs> it's hard to go back that many years. It's a completely different game. No, if he stepped
0: on the field right now, how many points is he worth? Who's worth more to the he's Vikings, worth, Kirk Cousins he's worth, or Fran Tarkenton?
1: He, Fran Tarkenton's worth three points, but you got to understand, he's 75 years old.
0: So Fran Tarkenton is worth more <laughs> points than Josh Allen. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give the experience three points. <laughs> he could run. Yeah,
0: remember show. Remember the show? That's incredible.
1: Yes, I do. Fran
0: Tarkenton hosted that show. He was a host. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know he played football. Whatever happened to Fran Tarkenton after that? Do you think he wanted a career in TV and like flamed out?
1: No, he he got into uh, promotional speaking, like a Tony. Rob- Matter of fact, I think he even did some work with Tony Robbins. And uh, started doing kind of that same uh, positive thinking stuff.
0: Well, you got to be positive when you lose four Super Bowls. <laughs> this is true. Last game is the Bears and the Eagles. Speaking of Nick Foles, the Bears are now yes. five and a half point favorites. Yep. Tricky game. Tricky, tricky game.
1: It's tricky because of what I said, how the ratings on the Eagles have slowed. Have sl- continue to slide down throughout most of the year until recent weeks and with foals in there they're starting to climb back up but I think you're going to get quite a bit of value with the Eagles in this one. Uh, we did go down to five and a half but there are quite a few sixes around at other places still and um, it surprises me a little bit that the public is on Chicago in this one at the rate that they're they're on. I, I thought for sure that the public would be on uh, Philly a little bit more in this one because they've been on the Eagles you know, five of the last six weeks um, they, they've seen a little bit of the resurgence and you, you figure with them getting six points the sharp guys I know saw the value with the six points and they jumped on it right away drove the line down to five and a half uh, but the public is still at about almost 60% on the Bears in this one and that seems like a l- lot of points for the Bears to be laying against uh, against
0: this Eagles team it does feel like a lot a real lot. Why yeah. do you think the Bears wouldn't cover?
1: Well, I think the Eagles defense is, uh, uh, has really been stepping up. So I, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. So, and, and the total reflects that. I mean, we have the total at 41. So we, we're not expecting a lot of points. We're expecting some good defense. So you're saying they're going to win by a touchdown. It's, it just seems like it's a lot of points against uh, the defending Super Bowl champs.
0: Five and a half feels like a Ted number. Yeah, I mean it's a touchdown. I'd probably lean towards the Bears.
1: Wow. Wow. I'm. I've tried to be on the low side on this one. Like I said, there's some sixes out there, but uh, we're going to try and stay low. Try to try to attract some Bears money.
0: Well, you'll get mine. Go a little bit lower, and you'll get mine, Scooch. <laughs>
1: I'm favoring the Eagles in this one. I, you know, I, 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 I
0: I'm a Foles fan now. Oh God, Bruce <laughs> ribs. I don't think it's going to end well for him. Okay, Scooch. Yeah. Guess what? It's time to play. A little roulette. Let's do it. All right. What do you got, buddy?
1: I like Seattle. Seattle's my team.
0: Wow! Wow! Seattle's going to be your team. <laughs> yep. All right, then I am going to go with the Houston Texans. Wow. Yeah. Well, we need
1: them. We'll be, I'll be rooting for you. We need them.
0: I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna root for you too. <laughs> you know why? Good.
1: Good. We'll rule for each other. right? Because you're going be, to be nicer this year. That's yeah. why.
0: I want to be nice to people. Okay. Uh, listen, folks. I need you to know that we are doing a live podcast on January 28th at Foley's in Manhattan at 6 p.m. on 33rd and 5th. And you've got to sign up at actionnetwork.com slash favorites. You got to RSVP, people. Uh, We've had more than 100 people sign up for this already. It fits more. Foley's does. It's a fine establishment. We're excited to be there. But you still got to RSVP. We want to pack the freaking house. So go sign up. Scooch is going to make an appearance. He's going to write a song. We've got a lot of things planned for him. Um, Also, by the way, Scooch, we decided that is going to be where we reveal the winner of the Get Your Prop Up in Vegas contest that we do every year.
1: I was going to ask you about that. I wasn't sure if you were
0: doing that again. We are doing it again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We are doing it, yeah. Team effort. Go to actionnetwork.com slash favorites. Sign up for our live, live, live podcast January 28th. Me, Blackjack Fletcher, Scooch, Jeff Schwartz, Paul LaDuca. The whole gang is going to be there. This has been the Favorites Podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. This has been Bob Scucci. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Our next episode is Friday with Black Jack Fletcher. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com, slash The Action Network. It's a new year, people. Got to get it right. Until next time.